Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Get In Dreamers. We are on episode 12, and we are so excited for this episode. I am so excited. Are you excited, Christy? I'm so excited. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day, everyone. Episode 12. Here we go. Um, yes. Slays, dismays. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Slays, big slay this week. If you guys were following along on Christy and I's social media, we attended Princess Night this week at Disneyland, and it was so much fun, and I would definitely say that that was my slay. Uh, it was just so, it was everything. Like, yeah. I really feel like Disney went all out for the girlies. Well, these after-hours experiences are on a whole different level, and this was the first ever Princess Night, so we had no idea what to expect, but there was so much entertainment. I mean, first things first is that the queen herself, Giselle of Andalasia, was there in her coach going down Main Street of Disneyland, and it was the most iconic thing I've seen like ever and my six-year-old self was screaming and crying yes actually I, my 22 year old self was screaming and crying. <laughs> I was so excited to see Giselle like I don't think you guys understand the like Whoa. we were so pumped we were so excited yeah. to see Giselle and like she looked exactly like Amy Adams it was, yeah it was, it was crazy so, it was spot on it was so good yeah, it was and crazy. And the way that we she talked too. Yes, 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 yes. We went and saw her go down Main Street multiple times because we couldn't just see her only once. We had to see her a lot of multiple times. times. Because she was everything to us. But yeah, Princess Night was so much fun and we also got to meet Princess Minnie and Princess Daisy, which was uh-huh. everything. Um and then we got to eat some cool food that was pretty yummy and it was just a really good vibe I will say I did like princess night more than sweethearts night Mm. um just because just the princesses and it was it was so much fun and I oh also the soaring over like the melodies show that they had on the rivers of America I think that's why (laughs) princess night topped sweethearts night for me Mm. was because of that show and just the more entertainment that they had. They basically had, like, singers, and then they also had the princesses come out and, like, Uh dance, and they had, like, little fireworks, and it was so good. And there were so so many uh, entertainment aspects to it, too. So there was just a lot going on at all times. And Mm -hmm. I will say that the soundtrack playing on Main Street the whole time was just impeccable. Um, So that was another part of it. I feel like it was honestly really directed towards our like um generation as well mm-hmm. because a lot of it was like this 2000s era disney channel poppy music and it was just mm-hmm. it was just so so good so if you guys have the opportunity if they're doing it next year again which hopefully this has been a success for them and they're mm-hmm. able to do it in the continuing years but i feel like sweethearts nights would have hit more obviously if you know there was a sweetheart involved, too. <laughs> I feel like it was a little different going with, like, a bestie rather than, like, an actual sweetheart. Like, right. I, I did love the fireworks, but also Princess Night was just a, a night where you can live out your little princess dreams, and it was so cute. Yes, and on top of all of that, too, they had Vanellope had a little dance party in yes. Tomorrowland, which was everything, and they had... 
princess gowns in Main Street Cinema, which I thought was so, so cool that they had these princess gowns from the past. Yeah, that was really neat. The only thing that I wish they would have done with the gowns that were in the cinema was say where the gowns were from. Luckily, there were costuming cast members there, and they are kind of able to tell us, okay, this one is from traveling to us from Tokyo Disneyland. So it was cool Mm -hmm. to see some of the gowns from the past as well. So they were just really, really cool. Really cool experiences. It was so much fun. So I 10 out of 10 recommend, and I really do hope that they bring it back for next year because Mm -hmm. I would love to go again. Um, What would you say your sleigh and dismay is this week, Christy? Ooh, yeah. Um, I would say my sleigh would also be Princess Night. I -hmm. did get to go see one of my favorite performers last night, um, Steven Sanchez, and he's so amazing. It was such like an intimate concert, and I've never been to a concert that small before. Um, Mm -hmm. But it was just, it was really cool, and I got to meet him afterwards too. So I think that's, I don't know, it's so cool, and I love him. Um, And he's a smaller artist, so if he ever actually like, makes it even bigger to, like, the Grammys or something one day. I'm going to be like, I know him. I met him. I was one of his first, like, fans. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wait, that's so cool. How did you meet him? Um, So his concert actually went a different direction than he was thinking because he couldn't hear himself the whole entire time he was playing. And so half of the concert ended up being just acoustic, like just him, the audience, and his guitar, which was actually so cool. Like, I loved that. Um, And he was just like, I'm so sorry, guys, that this... This didn't go how I planned. Um, I want to meet you. Like, I want to meet you all. So he was like, meet out in the parking lot. And so we stood in this line for like 40 wow. minutes. And I was like, well, I might as well meet him. Like, we're here. Um, and he's he's so cute, too. But um, <laughs> uh, he was so nice. It was really cool. Cool experience. Um, wow, that's really cool. But yeah, I would say that's my sleigh. What about our dismays really quick? Um, yeah, I would say for me, dismay, as you guys know, I am going on this journey of job hunting and job searching. Yeah. Um, so I definitely say dismay is like getting rejected from jobs mm-hmm. um, and going through that whole thing. The other day, it was really crazy because I had applied to something on LinkedIn. at It was like 11.35 a.m. Uh-huh. And at, no joke, I got a rejection at 11.40 a.m., five what? minutes later, it said, we're no longer, like, moving forward with your application. I was what? like, five minutes? That does not make any sense. I know. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I feel See, I feel like that's just, like, robots or something. Like, yeah. Right? I, I hope so, because it, it really, truly did not make any sense to me as to why that, like happened so quickly no um so yeah definitely just like the struggles of just applying for jobs and just getting reject rejections and rejected from things especially when you feel like you could do a really good job Mm -hmm. at that company and like the job description aligns with what you sort of want to do and just like hearing that they don't you don't even get an interview it's like Ugh, sad vibes. So that's my dismay. I'm sure this dismay will continue on until I get uh, a job, yeah. whenever that may be. Gosh, it's so, so that's hard. mine. It's so hard. <laughs> it um, is. <laughs> What's so, yours? Mm, mine's going to be on another different level. We're going to switch the gears really quick. I'm scared. Cut. 
<laughs> because um, today I went on a little adventure before recording today, and uh-huh. I went to go get a Brazilian waxing for the first time. Inspired yes. by my inspired by my roommate, I had never gotten one before, and she was just like, "Just go, like test it out, like see how see how it goes." Um, <laughs> I didn't know what to expect. I it wasn't a wax though; it was a sugaring. So sugaring is different because it's only sugar like lemon something it's all natural so it's like better for your skin in a way um so we went to this place and it's just kind of awkward because you're just like there like bare bum on this like little table thing (laughs) and you know the girl the girl was super cool but I was not expecting it to hurt as much as it did (laughs) and man did it 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 hurt and I was just trying to talk to this lady while she was waxing my little like my vajayjay and uh, (laughs) and I'm just like talking to her this whole time to try and distract myself but I was just like sweating like the whole time I'm like it's fine it's fine it's fine this doesn't hurt it's fine but um yeah I'm not joking when I say that it 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 does hurt but I'm also a baby so maybe that's why but um, so how would you describe the pain and like what exactly was the like step by step of like what they did? Like can you describe like what yeah. the sugaring was more so and so, like how that was applied and stuff? I'm going to be honest, I don't even know cuz I didn't look. Um <laughs> <laughs> but it's basically like wax, but it's all one piece when it's being ripped off. And okay. instead of putting a layer of like paper over the wax, um yeah, they just rip it off in one piece, but they rip it the way that your hair grows instead of the opposite way, like with waxing. So it makes more sense with hair growth, I guess, afterwards is what she was telling me. Um, so hopefully it's a good review. Hopefully I'm not, like, inflamed. Like, this is, like, very, <laughs> very, very intimate right now. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So wait. I, wait. How yeah. was it, like, like... Just being just open to this woman because I feel like I would be so exposed because Mm -hmm. even going to like your your gyno appointments and doing that whole thing Uh and they tell you all right open up yeah like well shit yeah (laughs) well I told her right when she walked in because I feel like I looked uncomfortable and she was just like so is this your first time because I was just like sitting there. Because she's like, okay, get undressed, and then, like, I'll come back in. And so I got undressed, but then I'm just, like, sitting there twiddling my thumbs, like, okay, like, what now? And then, so she's like, first time, I'm like, yeah. And she was, like, super good with making me feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that was the most important part. But, yeah, you're just, like, butterfly, like, out there. Whoa. (laughs) That's crazy. So that's why I was just talking with her the whole time. You know, yeah, yeah, to just yeah, like yeah. feel more comfortable and get to know her, like get to know me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> would, would you do it again? Um, I'm gonna see how this run turns out and how long it like lasts for. I guess you could say, mm-hmm. but I feel like yes. Okay. Even though it was painful, I feel like instead of shaving, it might be worth it. On a scale of one to ten, where was the pain? Okay, like. Bad. I, I'm i pretty good with pain, too, I will say. Uh, an eight? 
Okay. But it only stings for like a second and then like it's done. But it's just, it's kind of like a scary movie when you like know a, like a jump scare is about to happen. So you're just waiting for it and then it like uh-huh. it rips and you're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's not comparable to like eyebrows, I would say. It's a whole different level. It's a whole different level. But also, like, I'm not, like, trying to scare anyone. Like, it's it's not that bad, but it also Mm -hmm. was worse than I was expecting. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because, like, I do feel, like, shaving down there, it it is a a hassle. Yeah. At times. And I feel like if there was a way to just, like, get it done in a second and Uh someone else does it. Right. But the thing that I am hesitant about doing it is just, like, someone's down there, like, looking. Well, that's what what I thought, too. But she's, like, a registered, like, esthetician. Like, I think you just have to think, like, these people are, like, trained in their craft. And they see this every single day, like, several times a day. So they just are, like, comfortable doing it. Like, they don't think you're weird. Like, they're (laughs) used to it. And, Uh like, we're the ones with anxiety. They're, like, I see this every single day. I've seen everything. Mm. So that's what I kind of always think. Because whenever I was working in bridal as well, like, you're literally, like, getting, like, they're getting undressed basically in front of you. And, like, you're helping them into the dresses because they're heavy dresses. Like, you can't get into those by yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, And some of them will be complicated with, like, the laces in the back and everything. And a lot of people would feel really uncomfortable, which I get. But it's, like, my job to then help them feel comfortable, like, with me and everything like that. Um, And I feel like it's the same. And, like, I saw so many different, like things happening you know and so it's like I I saw everything and I feel like that that's kind of how you know they are too I'm sure but yeah that's true maybe when like you get put it a, like that yeah maybe like get a recommendation too like from someone else that's been to the place or something uh-huh so then yeah. you're like okay at least I know like they're chill or I don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I love that for you. Yeah. We'll have to do a follow-up oh, we will. On, <laughs> on how it is in the future. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my well, gosh. Today, um, it's a very exciting episode. So we've been wanting to talk about this topic for a while now, I feel like, but we want to focus this pot or this podcast episode on relationships. So currently, I am single and Emily, I am in a long-term relationship. So I'm in my wanting to be a wifey era. Yes. And long-term relationship six. We so we met. It 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 was six years ago because we met like February of 2017. So it's been over six years since we've known each other. Mm-hmm. But then we weren't official until like May of 2017. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna be celebrating our like official six year anniversary this May. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> been in a long term relationship, and Miss Christie is in her single looking for a man era. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy because I, it's not. It's, uh, <laughs> It's a hard topic to talk about. I mean, if mm-hmm. like to be honest, like I was in a long term relationship not too long ago, mm-hmm. um, for f- four years, almost four and a half years, um, and so broke that off a- earlier this year or last year. Oh gosh, yes, yeah, last year. Yeah. It was when we like sort of first met. Yeah, it is because I remember you know when everything happened and 
going to Emily and just explaining to her like where I was at in my life at that time and um, just you and Alexis, I feel like helping me through part of that, mm-hmm. you know, just pain and like not really knowing where I was at in my life, I feel like. Because mm-hmm. um, it's weird. I mean, when you break up with someone who you've talked to every single day of your life and who has been such a huge part of your life, like how do you move on from that. And I feel like a lot of people struggle with that or are struggling with that right now. Even the lady, uh, that I got the Brazilian from, that's literally like what we were talking about because she just broke up with her boyfriend of, I think it was seven years. And so just to know that you're not alone going through that too, I think is so important. Like I've been on the relationship side of TikTok for a while now and it's, it's so, uh, insightful and interesting to see what people have to say about this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, yeah, being single is not fun. I actually hate it so much. Oh, I know you do. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's hard. Like, this generation in particular, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like people are looking for a hookup mainly. At least, maybe that's just our age, too. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, the last time I was single, that was in 2016, I felt the same way. And I mean, that was also, I was 19, so you're 22, so still in that, like, same age range. Um, Because I really feel like guys don't mature until, like, their frontal lobe is fully developed. Um, (laughs) Except for, like, the very few of them out there. But Uh I feel like for the most part, a lot of them are just wanting to hook up and have fun, especially while they're still in college. So Mm. up until 22, uh, 23, whenever. So I feel like you're still in that age range where guys aren't really wanting anything serious. Yeah. And it's hard because, at least for me, how I feel, and I know you know this, but I am such a relationship person. And Mm -hmm. so when it comes to me, I'm looking for someone that wants that as well. So it's, first of all, hard to find. Um, Mm -hmm. And second of all, hard to find. Well, okay, let's think about this really quick. (laughs) So you're dating someone. You're not in college anymore. You work from home, let's say. And you're looking for a man that, first of all, you're attractive to. That's in Mm -hmm. your area same city, let's say, um, isn't, like, gay. Like, if Uh if you're straight, either is gay or isn't. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, is around your age. Like, each of these, like, you're marking off, and it just gets, the circle just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, people who aren't in relationship. That's, like, 75, 50% of the people who are already out there. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just so hard. And then people that have the same values as you. It just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And so it's really hard to find someone, especially when you are just in work and your team is small and you just don't like going out, let's say. And it's Mm -hmm. just, where do you meet people? I don't know. Yeah. I definitely agree that it is hard to just meet people in general when you're an adult um, because it's so much easier to find people when you are in school. And that's why, like, there's a lot of relationships that come out of, like, high school and college because you're with the same people every single day. Mm -hmm. Um, You're just – you're able to form those relationships because you do see whoever – 
all the time. But then you go out into the real world and it's like, who do you date unless you want to date a coworker? Ugh. <laughs> but then that's a whole nother thing because then your office will be like, possibly. Yeah, exactly. So like, I remember seeing on TikTok, like, uh, someone's advice of meeting people outside in the real world as an adult for a relationship Mm -hmm. was you need to find someone that has like a similar hobby to you where you'll meet them in, I don't know, like, a a pottery class that you go to weekly, Mm -hmm. or, like, a Pilates class, or, Mm -hmm. like, uh, you join, like, a hiking club, or something like that where it isn't work, it isn't, like, I don't know, just something where you you go, like, multiple times Mm -hmm. a week, or it's just a, a schedule of that is where you are, every single week because that person was comparing it to how it is in in school and it's the reason why in school you can form relationships easily is because you're at the same place at the same time every single week Hmm. in adulthood you're not going anywhere at the same time every week and so Hmm. that's why it's so hard to meet someone but if you make it a priority to go do something every single week like Even people who go to church, Mm -hmm. people meet people at church or, like, wherever, that, like, is sort of opens up your your bubble (laughs) to meet people instead of, um, like, trying to find someone at the bar because bar guys are sort of icky. It opens the bubble to meet better people because it would be better to find someone maybe, like, I don't know, a Trader Joe's worker than an icky guy at the bar. Oh, I know. And that's the thing, too. Like, that's what, at least what, like, what you just said makes 100% sense. It's mm-hmm. just the fact of finding that group. Um, yes. Like, so, so finding that group, but then whenever I talk to people, they're just like, well, just, just go out. You have to keep going out and meet someone. I'm like, first of all, I hate going out. I don't really like drinking. And mm-hmm. I just... I don't know if the people at the bars are necessarily going to be the type of caliber that I want to be talking to or, like, someone that's serious about a relationship. But at the same time, they could be out there because, like, I'm there. So maybe they're there too. Maybe they have a friend that's also forcing them to go out that night. So it is possible. But it's like finding a needle in a haystack also. (laughs) Yeah, it it is possible, but yeah, I would I would say it definitely is like a needle in the haystack because I remember when I would go out with my friends in downtown San Diego uh-huh. and they were the ones looking for guys and I would always be their wing woman because mm. I I've been dating harsh for so long, so I'd always be their wing woman and try and find them a man every yeah. single time we'd go out. Did I ever find them a man? That lasted into a relationship? Uh No. Did Uh they find a guy to make out with for the night? And that's it? Yeah. Yeah. But nothing nothing ever, ever that went further than a make out Mm. session at the bar. That is so sad to me. (laughs) I know. It is sad. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, my, yeah, I don't know. So, it's really hard. And then, what's your other option? Dating apps. Let's talk about that for a second because yes. that is a whole nother ball game and I, that I also just don't like. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what dating apps do you currently use? I mean, let's be honest, I don't really use them that much because mm. I get so sad when I'm on them. Um, mm-hmm. But I've tried Hinge. I've tried Bumble. Um, I have been on the Tinder, uh, but I am not anymore because they... I'm banned from (laughs) Tinder somehow, (laughs) which sounds really bad. But Yeah, it sounds like you did something. No, I did not do anything. Listen to this. So I get Tinder because I'm like, whatever. Like, my cousin met his fiance or his wife on Tinder. Like, wow, I'll give it a try. And so I downloaded the app, made my profile. I didn't touch it, like, forever, right? Mm -hmm. And then I get Spotify. And I'm like, I'm going to put my Spotify on my Tinder account. And so I go to revamp my whole account, put my Spotify on there. And then all of a sudden, this message pops up on my screen. It's like, you're banned. You can never make an account again. And I'm like, wow, is my music taste really that bad? (laughs) Apparently it was. And I've tried to make another account. It has not let me. Um, So I cannot use the Tinder. So I'm designated to hinge to bumble to whatever that weird uh dating account is for disney adults <laughs> which which i've not looked at but i saw an ad for it's called a uh, mouse mingle or something like that did you know about that no i did not know that there was a disney yes. dating app Disney adult dating app, Mouse Mingle. I don't think, if I was single, I don't think I would want to date a Disney adult that's no, on Mouse I don't. Mingle. That I doesn't don't. sound like it would work. I don't think, you never know. We're gonna see. We're gonna see a Disney wedding. They're gonna be like, "I met on Mouse Mingle," and it's gonna be a full ad. But, uh, <laughs> but no, no, no. We're not joining that. I don't need any more Disney adult. I'm, I'm enough for two. Literally same. Wait, I didn't know that you got banned from Tinder because it you was didn't know Spotify. that. No, I knew that. Oh. I didn't know that it was because of Spotify. Well. That's when I got banned, when I was revamping my account for that. And, like, when I tell you, I, I literally barely even talked. I didn't even get started, really, on the app. <laughs> and they were just like, no. I'm like, No, right, we can't right. have your music taste on this app. They really we're going to ban you. They don't want me to find love. It's fine. I'm over <laughs> it. I'm not, but I'm over it. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Okay, wait. So so let's talk dating app red flags. Because oh, yes. When I was on the dating apps, there was definitely a lot of, I was, like, scrolling through, and I was like, mm, 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 mm. I have so many. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead. Well, we'll go back and forth, but okay. number one, um, when you have a picture with another girl as your first picture, and it's, like, a very intimate picture, like, her hand is on let's say, like, their chest or something, and they're doing the whole couple pose. I'm like, is this your girlfriend? Because you shouldn't be on here. And I have called... I haven't called out someone, but I I was just sick of seeing that, honestly. And I, I was like... I, I remember I said something once, and I'm just like, this is so stupid. It, and it's... I guess it's not necessarily a red flag. It's just annoying, and I think guys don't think of that stuff. Yeah. I have a funny story about that. Um, There was this guy that I went to a formal with in college, and it was my very first formal in my sorority, and, like, 
I took him as my date or whatever. And a couple, like, this was years later. And my friend sent me a screenshot, and it was this guy's dating profile uh-huh. on, I don't, I think maybe Hinge. And it was literally the photo of me and him what? at the formal that took place years prior. Wait! <laughs> and you didn't know? Like, no. She sent you a screenshot of the profile? Of his profile, yeah. And he used one oh. of the pictures that I was in. <laughs> I want to see that so badly. I was like, you're still using a photo of, a, like, that from years ago? Like, that's really weird. <laughs> no, it is. But also, like, I get it, but I don't get it at all. Because mm-hmm. I just feel like guys don't take pictures, like, necessarily some girls do where we have a lot of like good pictures and we just go out with our friends and like that's a hobby that we almost have you know getting like Instagram photos and guys don't do that Mm -hmm. so they don't have many options of them actually looking good in photos so I feel like they're then like oh I'll just use this and don't think how weird it looks yeah I think it's really weird because from a girl's perspective seeing that it's like who is she? Was she an ex? Right. Like, what's going on? And, and then it's also, like, does this guy feel the need to, like, um, I don't know the word. Like, prove he can get girls. Yes! Prove that he can get a girl. Exactly. And that is so strange to me. Um, and to go along with that, let's say that they don't even have the girl's face in it. They'll, like, scratch it out or they'll have it replaced with an emoji. And uh-huh. that's so weird to me, too. I'm just like, what? Like, you couldn't, you, you can't pick, like, another picture? You have to scribble yeah. out someone's face like a maniac? It looks like this is, like, a murder photo and you're, like, mm, like etching out someone's face. I'm like, Ugh. But, you know, you never know. <laughs> So, but I will say that that is a, a red flag to me, personally. Mm-hmm. And whenever I see that, I, I don't automatically swipe. Like, I do still look through the profile. But I'm just, like, it turns me off. Yeah. I definitely agree. Yeah, I'm trying to think of of my dating app red flags. I'm, like, trying to think from so uh-huh. long ago. Um, I definitely would also think that... I'm, like, trying to go back in time of me scrolling on Tinder. Um, hmm. Oh, when guys, they would only post, like, pictures of, like, their abs or something. Yeah. And, like, nothing else. I'd be like, what? Or they don't have enough on their profile. Like, it's one picture and just, like, their name, maybe their height. Yes. And that's it. And I'm just like... Well, what am I supposed to work with here? I know. Yeah. And I then I think, too, red flags is when it gets into the messages, mm-hmm. and then they message you, and mm-hmm. then, like, the first message is something, like, some really cringy, like, pick-me-up line. Uh-huh. And I'm like, mm, I don't like that. <laughs> mm, it depends on the line. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I like that. Uh, if it's really cringy, I'm kind of like, hee hee. Like, they're kind of dorky like me. But uh-huh. 
if it's something like sexual, like right off the bat, I'm just like, dude, like, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like a sexual pickup line yeah. where you know, like, their only intention is to hook up with you. Because, like, for me, the only dating app that I used was Tinder. Like, I never oh. did Hinge or bumble or any of the other ones Mm -hmm. so i feel like tinder is the one where people are looking for a hookup um and i will say i most of the people that i would match with they would say just like sexual things and i'd be like what's going on (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i guess that is true that tinder is probably i mean what i've heard is more that kind of platform Mm -hmm. um so i guess that does make sense but also the thing, too, is just it's it can be really, like, boring sometimes when people just pop in and they're like, hey, what's up? <laughs> right. Nothing much. And it's just like, where is this supposed to go? Exactly. Exactly. So, I don't know. It's Dating apps are hard because, first of all, you have to get a match. And then once you get that match, to get a conversation going. To then make a plan. Mm-hmm. To then mm-hmm. make a date. And... For both of you to show up at that date and follow through. And mm-hmm. that's also very hard to do and to get. It's even hard to get someone to just reply to you after a couple messages. Um, yeah. Because people will just ghost off. And, I mean, I will say that, yeah, I've done that to people, too, where I've just, like, not – I'm just not on the apps a lot, so I just won't even see their message for a while, and I'll be like – oh, shoot, it's been two weeks. I have not uh, been on here. You know, and I haven't right. responded to them. But, right, right, right. Um, I mean, another thing I would say, too, is people not being upfront about what they want. Like, if you want just a hookup, like, say that. But if you want a long-term relationship, then also say that and be frank about it. Like, on mine, I've gotten to the point where I've really had to make it clear where I'm just like, I want something real. I want something genuine. That's what I'm looking for. And if people are scared off by that, then fine. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm just putting it out there because I'm like, I, I, I'm so sick of wasting time with that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Do you have any, like, first date, like, crazy stories? Or, like, do you even have any, like, tips for first dates or anything? Anything along the lines of first dates? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I would say first dates are always, like, scary, you know? But Mm -hmm. just go into it and don't be nervous. Like, my roommate, Sarah, I'm always like, oh, like, are you excited? Like, you're going on a date tonight? And she's just like, it's just a man. It's just a man. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay. Like, I mean, I guess that is a way to think of it. Like, just don't be nervous. Just go in and be yourself. Don't pretend to be somebody that you're not. Because I think that's something that will happen with people sometimes. They'll be like, oh, I really like this band. And Mm -hmm. you'll be like, oh, I've listened to a couple of their songs. Like, yeah, they're my favorite too. Or I don't know. Just not being like your total self. And I think you have to, you know, um, at least to a degree. And just to have fun. Because that's what it's all about, I feel like, dating. And to, like, show your true self in a way. Yeah. Um, But also to be really careful and, like, go in a public area and don't give them your address and all that kind of thing, too. That can be kind of scary with online dating this, this way. Yeah, that's very true. Definitely always make sure that you are in a public place, like, don't ever bring someone to your home on the first date. I know. (laughs) But, um, I mean, I don't know. It's because right now I'm in Southern California, you know, and 
it's so beautiful here and there's so many different spots to actually go out on dates. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I, I want someone to do that with. And yeah. I've, I've been on a couple first dates and they've gone fine, fine, mm-hmm. you know, but it's just, it's not someone that I can see a relationship with. And it's just sad because I'm going out on these dates with not necessarily my person uh, or who I want to be doing it with. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. I I think also, too, though, is that you're still so young, mm-hmm. and there, there might be someone out there, but in, like, who knows how long you'll meet them. Um, so just think that you're only 22, and I still have friends who are single who are my age, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's just hard, because I, I, I want it now. <laughs> And I want to be building something, I guess, is the main thing. Like, building towards something um, that will turn into my plan A of having kids, of being able to travel before you have kids, and all that kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. I guess if you put it that way, like, Rachel Green in Friends, when she Uh was saying, like, it was the episode where it was her 30th birthday, Uh and she was saying, like, oh my gosh, I'm... 30 and like I nothing in my life is where I wanted it to be when mm-hmm. I was 30 and she was like well I want to have I want to be married at this age so I have to be dating the person yes. at this age but then I have to meet the person first and so I have to be at this age and yada 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 basically went down the line yeah and I feel like that's very you <laughs> well basically where I'm at I need to meet someone within this year or next year or my <laughs> okay. plan is askew <laughs> Because I need to meet someone within the ages of 22 and 23 because I want to be married around the time I'm like 27 and I want at least a year to two years to date, maybe move in together or something. And then I want to be engaged for a year right? um, because I need to plan a wedding. So that's three years then. So let's say I meet them at 23, 24, 25, 26. Yeah. And then a wedding. And then, like... When you're 27. Yeah. And then I want to have kids before I'm 30. And that gives me, Mm. whatever, three years to have kids. Perfect. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like the perfect plan, girl. Where art thou? (laughs) Where art Uh, thou? Well, I feel like also with, like, first dates, I feel like you can also, like... Give them, give them a chance, you know? I do! <laughs> <laughs> because, have I, have I shared what me and Arsh's first date was? Please share. Okay, so our first date, this was back in 2017. The year was 2017. <laughs> the year was 2017. Um, and before this, we had met at a dance marathon for our school. It was a philanthropy event. And my best friend, um, Amanda, she sort of introduced us because we went to this dance marathon. I went with Amanda. Harsh, I had no idea he existed. And Amanda was like, oh, uh, do you want to come with me to meet my friend Harsh? And I was like, sure. So we met and that was basically it. And I didn't talk to him for the rest of the night. But then a couple nights later, 
I was out partying, as I did <laughs> during yeah. my sophomore year of college. I was at a frat party, and then my friend, she said that she was going to go to another frat house, and I was like, okay. Um, but then she texted me later and said, oh, Emily, can you come? Like, I need you. So I walked over there, and lo and behold, it was Harsh's frat. I didn't know that because mm. I was a little, little drunky drunky. <laughs> and I get to the house. I see my friend, and at the time that I got there, Harsh was leaving, and he said to me, oh, hey, do you remember me? And I said, are you in Kappa Sigma? He was not in Kappa Sigma, by the way. He was in a different fraternity. Um, so we, like, sort of mingled that night and, like, talked a little bit more, but nothing really came out of that. So then a couple nights go by, and then we, like, meet at another, like, social with my sorority, his fraternity, and then mingled there. And we didn't have a first date until, like, a couple mingle sessions. Oh. Wait, what was your first date? <laughs> so our first date, it was the day before his fraternity formal. So he invited me to his fraternity formal, um, and... He wanted to have, a, like, a date where we that were both sense. sober before, like, going to this formal. Green flag. Because e <laughs> every single, like, time that we had, like, an encounter before this, like, it was at a party or something like that. Yeah. So we were like, okay, let's, like, meet up. So our first date ever was at Starbucks. Mm -hmm. And the reason why it was at Starbucks, because my friend Amanda, who sort of was our matchmaker... She worked uh -huh. at Starbucks at the time. And so Harsh was like, this would be a good, a good like, place because Amanda will be there. Because <laughs> he was really nervous Aww. to be, <laughs> to go somewhere, like, just the two of us. So Amanda was there working, of course. She got uh -huh. me a drink. Shout out to Amanda. Shout um, out. And we had, like, our first official date at Starbucks. Yeah. And we just, like, talked and whatever. And then the next day was his formal. And then... Harsh will say that our first date was actually a sushi restaurant in San Diego because that was like our first like liar. dinner. <laughs> yeah. Our no, like okay. first dinner situation, like more so, like, of like an date. actual like Makes first sense. date. But then he'll go back and say, oh, but it was actually really Starbucks. So okay. yeah. That makes sense though. Yes. Wow. I did not I know. know the whole Starbucks uh, story. Yes. Yes, yes, wow. yes. Wow. Yes, and our it's, whole like meeting meeting story because yeah. I think I feel like a lot of people like with Greek life, a lot of people just like sort of mingle in college and that's it. But like relationships don't really last a long time in Greek life, mm. um, just because of like the culture of Greek life and everything like that. So I will say that we have lasted you have. Um, much beyond our college graduation. Um, so yeah, it's sort of crazy that we yeah. met through through grief life. But I would say that it was definitely because of my friend Amanda too, because at the time I was like in that phase where it was me saying, I want to party and be single. And I was very much opposite of you. I mm. didn't want a boyfriend at the mm. time. And I was like, I'm going to be a party girl. Yeah. I am. <laughs> I am <laughs> partying. And that is it. Uh -huh. um, 
But then my friend Amanda was the one who actually, like, told me, like, no, you need to give him a chance. (laughs) He likes you. You need to go date him. I'm like, okay. And funny story is that there was a time where Amanda was at her apartment, and where she lived on campus, it was, like, close to, like, a lot of things. Like, she lived basically, like, on campus. So... She was in her apartment, and she looked out the window, and she saw Harsh, and Harsh was walking, like, from the gym, and Uh there was, like, this elderly couple who was, like, in ECVs or, like, wheelchairs or something, and they needed help at the ATM, and they asked Harsh for help, and so Harsh, obviously being, like, the nicest person in the world, he went and helped them, and Amanda is Snapchat vlogging me, and it was like, girl, your man's is at this ATM right now helping this elderly couple you have to date him i was like okay you're like (laughs) frank all right oh my gosh i guess this is a valid reason (laughs) so yeah that's how we met in our first date and everything and the rest is history (laughs) wow i love that yeah it's crazy would you would you say since you and Harsh live together, would you say that before someone, let's say, makes the next step in their relationship by getting engaged, mm-hmm. do you think that it is necessary to move in with your partner before making another step in the relationship? Like, did your relationship change or did you see another side of him when you guys moved in together? Yeah, I think so. Like, before this, I had lived with several different kinds of roommates throughout college and then he went back home for his gap year before he started medical school before we moved in together so he went back up to the bay area um so we always like were living in separate like houses or apartments in college obviously mm-hmm. and then we would always like stay over at another one another's like places so I would like sleep over at his place sometimes he would sleep over at mine but that is nothing in comparison to actually living with your significant other so we moved in together in July of 2020 and it definitely is something that I feel is a necessary step in moving forward before you get married or anything just because there are so many things that you will experience together as a couple and a lot of decisions that you have to make and Mm -hmm. a lot of just things that you have to do together. So it's like Mm -hmm. dealing with just like apartment things or just dealing with like building furniture together or even things where it's like chores and things that aren't the like rainbows and sunshines of a relationship but things that you have to learn how to do with your partner and sort of dividing and conquering everything when you live with someone um I will definitely say that it's obviously brought us closer living yeah. with one another we've lived together for quite some time now uh we did do long distance last year while I was living in Florida but mm-hmm. that didn't really change anything mm-hmm. um but yeah I definitely say it's necessary I feel like if I were to go just from dating him and sort of being like by myself and living on my own and then going straight into like engaged and married and then moving in with him after we were to get married I think that would be weird because I feel like the whole living together is the steps 
of marriage afterwards because okay. I know that marriage, it's like 50% of people get divorced or whatever. That's insane. <laughs> which is crazy. It's honestly so sad. But and yeah. I feel like you you work out all of the kinks and you work out all of the issues when you live with them before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, you really do everything. And then also it's yeah. figuring out boundaries as well because True. one of the things that we learned to solve mm-hmm. in our first year living together was boundaries of when we're together, like on dates or yeah. together, like quality time versus when we needed to be apart. Mm-hmm. And it was sort of hard setting those boundaries because obviously you want to hang out with them all the time. Yeah. But then at the same time, like he had to do school, I had to do work. And mm-hmm. so it was also like, creating our own spaces in the apartment that could just be ours so we could have our own spaces to remain in a healthy environment (laughs) so yeah that's so important (laughs) yes it's very important that's why like I have my my home office in the kitchen he -hmm. has a little space in the living room for his desk and all of his medical school stuff um and yeah I know some couples they they do the full-on, like, getting a two-bedroom apartment and having, yeah. like, their own rooms. If you can do that, If you that's have awesome. the money to do that, <laughs> yeah. great. Uh-huh. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think, though, I still wouldn't want to have, like, two separate beds. Like, that would be weird. No. But I do know people who... I don't know people personally. But I have seen people You've on seen TikTok... Where they have, like, a two-bedroom, and they both have, like, their own separate bedrooms. Interesting. So I think that's interesting, but... It is. Yeah, Mm. I definitely will say, though, like, living together before getting married is super important. And then also for me and Harsh, we adopted a dog about a month... (laughs) Malibu! (laughs) About a month after moving in together. Wow! I knew that I wanted a dog, but I didn't think that I was going to get one that fast. Like, I thought that we were going to live here, just the two of us, for a while. Um, But we ended up rescuing Malibu a month later after we moved in which is kind of crazy and we've had a Malibu this whole time so and I love that and well was she a quarantine dog or was that before so we rescued her August 2020 so this was still like peak quarantine okay um because at this point it was It was really weird when we rescued her. It was at the time where a lot of families and people were adopting and rescuing dogs because of the pandemic. Um, So I was, like, searching every single day trying to find dogs, and they were all, like, not available. Wow. Um, And so I remember I found Malibu, and uh, I texted them and I was like hey is she still available and they're like yeah um just send us like pictures of like where you live and you can come pick her up this week and I was like okay um and then because of COVID their office was closed so Mm -hmm. we rescued her in the middle of a parking lot what parking lot it felt (laughs) like a drug deal she is a drug deal we literally pulled up 
in our car, right? Uh-huh. And mind you, this was so last minute. Like, uh-huh. we literally decided that we were going to just go adopt her. Like, literally the most last minute decision of our lives. We yeah. pull up to this parking lot, and we were like, oh, where, where is this lady? Like, where is she? And yeah. then we see a car pull up, and she pulls up next to us. And I'm like, is this a drug deal? Like, uh. what's going on? And then <laughs> she had Malibu with her. And mm-hmm. then we literally, like, did an exchange of goods. Um, oh. I, like, signed the adoption paper, and then she just gave us Malibu, and then that was it. <laughs> wow. It's a dog deal. It was a dog deal. It was crazy. Huh. That is insane. <laughs> that is so funny, though. I love that. Yeah, so we, we we call her, we call that situation, it was a little dog drug deal situation. Yeah. And then also, we found out from her previous paperwork from like where she got her shots and everything um apparently they took them to this vet in mexico so we call her our, our little mexican dog too oh oh that <laughs> is hilarious because apparently she got her shots in mexico we really oh. don't have any history on her yeah. at all so we don't know if she was strutting through the streets of mexico i have no idea what the heck <laughs> yeah why was she in mexico and how did she get I, back i, I don't know <laughs> girl at least she's safe now That's all I, I know I know but, oh my gosh I ever since my family got a dog I oh, I just want one but I know I can't because this little tiny apartment it would be apartment. crazy if you got a dog yeah I mean now that I have to be in the office four days a week it's just I can't yeah. like if I was still working from home I probably could but um, with that going on now, I just, I, I, there's no way because I wouldn't be able to give it the attention that it needs. And honestly, yeah. I, f- I feel for all those quarantine dogs now, since all these companies are making everyone go back to the office, um, even for like kids and pets, that's totally changing. Like not even this one person's life around, but a whole entire family's life around because everything's changing now, which is so crazy. Yeah, exactly. And I remember seeing things where it was like people were like returning their dogs or something. <gasps> and I'm like, no. that's so mean. Oh, <laughs> I could never in my life ever do that. I get way too attached to anyone. Oh, I know. Boys, dogs, people. <laughs> Boys and dogs. <laughs> It's true. Oh my gosh. But I feel like we have honestly so much to say about this topic in general that we could make a few different episodes about relationships in general. Um, Yeah, for sure. And I feel like, like, you could even touch base more about, like, long-term relationships and maybe if you ever want to talk about any crazy first dates, that can be a... (laughs) Maybe if I go on a few more, we we can update. But I mean, I mean, as you know too, I was in a long distance relationship. Oh yes, that that's a whole thing in itself. That is a whole thing. Harsh and I have done long distance now, one, two, three times. Yeah three times and then we're about to do long distance again Mm. uh starting at the end of this month actually so he is gonna be starting his fourth year of medical school um for all of you that don't know more about my boyfriend um and he is gonna be traveling around the entire country doing externships every single month at different hospitals so he is gonna be a very busy busy bee um but then after that, he's going to be 
like, in multiple different places, and then he'll finally be back in L.A. in November. Um, so at least he'll be back for, like, the holidays. <laughs> and That's then he true. graduates in May of 2024. And okay. then... Who knows where we will be at that time. What does that mean? Like, living situation. Like, like location. Like, like ring? <laughs> I hope so. We'll see, we'll see. I do have on my 2023 vision board a photo of someone getting proposed to. Oh. So maybe it could happen, uh, like, after he's done, like, with externships, like, when he comes back yeah. at the end of the year, like, November, December, mm. maybe. Um, because I did get my very first save the date from one of my good friends <gasps> from college for her wedding, which I am so excited about because I have never been to a wedding. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which Wait, what? Of, You've yeah. never been to a wedding? No. <gasps> Unless you count the Good Morning America wedding at Epcot. <laughs> I mean, that's it's a wedding. That's a wedding. But you were but also I, working, right? <laughs> I was working. But I've never been to a wedding before because none of my cousins, like my older cousins, yeah. they're all still single. <gasps> um, and then some of my other older cousins, like some of them have kids, but they never like got married (laughs) so they never had like official weddings or anything yeah so I've never been to a wedding I mean (gasps) my uncle he is getting married sometime next year I think but Uh I've not seen an invite yet come into my mailbox I am throwing shade just kidding (laughs) I did (laughs) I did talk to him and his fiance I was like y'all are inviting me right Um, oh my god (laughs) but yeah I've never been to a wedding so I've been telling Everyone, I'm like, I want to go to a wedding so bad. Yes. So I did get a save the date from my friend from college, wow. which I'm really excited about um, because none of my other friends, like, are engaged. That's my only engaged friend. So gotcha. <laughs> I'm yeah. really excited. And I feel like this is going to be, like, the start of more people that I know hopefully getting engaged in the future. Oh, and I yeah. want that. Because Absolutely. actually – as I say that, I'm now remembering a lot of Harsh's friends are planning on getting engaged in the near future. Dun, dun. So, I better be going to lots of weddings. <laughs> I know. I I mean, as you know, I love weddings. I worked in weddings for over four years. But yes. I, not even only that, I mean, I want to see my friends happy and married. And I mean, when it's someone that you know, it's uber yeah. special, obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean, I went to my first wedding for my one of my really really good friends um last year and you know we were 21 when I I was like in her wedding and everything and I had another friend engage at the same time wow and I'm just kind of like oh oh like it freaked me out a little bit because I'm like I'm I'm 21 I need to get on this like everyone's everyone's getting engaged and married and then right. you know and then I talked to other people and they're just like well that's not like it's case by case, you know, so just calm down. I'm like, okay, okay. But yeah, I mean, I feel like it's definitely going to start getting into that phase for you soon, for sure. Yeah, I I hope so, because now that Harsh is, is nearing the end of medical school, that's when a lot of people, like, get engaged after school. Yeah. Um, like, after they graduate and whatnot, so... I hope that I get to go to a lot of Harsh's friends' weddings, and I get to go to a lot of 
fun things as yeah. an adult soon. <laughs> soon. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, absolutely. I'm 25. It doesn't feel like I'm an adult sometimes. Ugh, I know. When will it ever? <laughs> but Never. <laughs> I feel like we're getting a little long here. So Probably. We, we'll, we'll kind of close it here. But I, I still feel like we have so much to talk, like touch on on just this topic in general. Um, mm-hmm. And we kind of sidetracked a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that we'll have other episodes maybe in the near future about, um, you know, this kind of topic still. But yes, for now. For now, um, you guys know the drill. Uh, make sure you guys leave a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you guys already have left a five-star review, make sure that you share our podcast with your friends. Have them listen. Have them listen to our advice. And also go back to our old episodes. Take a listen. Take a gander. We get, we talk a lot. I feel like y'all haven't haven't listened to all of them. Go back. Go back take and listen. Cheeky. Take a cheeky gander. Take, the take, a little, take a little gander. And then after you do that, make sure you guys are following us on our socials at Get In Dreamers on Instagram and TikTok. And you can also find us on LinkedIn as well if you're a career girly. And then <laughs> you can follow us on our own socials. Mine is at It's Emily Ever After. And mine is at Christy underscore McKenna. And that's about it. So for now, Christy's going to find herself a man. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to chill on the couch with Harsh and get some dinner. (laughs) That sounds amazing. I might join you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Come on over. (laughs) But that's it for this episode, you guys. I hope you guys liked it. And we'll see you on, on the next one. Bye.